Let's get through to the business news with Giles Beckford. Thank you, Corin Atamare. Uh, a recent recovery in investment markets should give KiwiSaver balances a bit of a boost for the start of the year at least. Harbour Asset Management says early signs are for an improved outlook for growth in 2024. Portfolio manager Shane Solly says government bond yields and share markets have had a strong rally towards the end of last year. Hopefully when people see their quarterly reports for December, it'll be a better number than perhaps they're expecting. Uh, this next quarter, we should expect you know reasonable returns, but maybe not as strong as that December period. But in the next few quarters, the, the, the setup is, is better, more constructive, uh, with interest rates not being increased to the extent they have been in the last 18 months. Well, Shane Solly says the trend in interest rates is down. They're expected to fall further for the remainder of the year. He says there are, of course, geopolitical risks which could counter uh, positivity, such as uh, the Red Sea shipping crisis and this year's U.S. US presidential election. A new report shows a financial literacy program in schools is generating a higher social return on investment. Consultancy Impact Lab says that for every dollar invested in the Money Time program, there's an $8 social dividend. Comprehensive financial decision-making and better budgeting can contribute to the social outcomes for students. Money Time's Chief Executive Neil Edmund says other key findings are increased skills and reduced risky behaviour. People who have a financial education end up doing better financially than those who haven't. That stands to reason. That sounds pretty obvious. But they've been able to apply some um, equations or measurements to that to determine a dollar value as to what that improved knowledge results in. Well, Neil Edmund says Money Times reached over 70,000 students in 750 primary and intermediate schools so far. And he'd like to see financial literacy part uh, as a standalone subject in the school curriculum. Well, Trade Minister Todd McClay heads overseas today for a meeting at the World Trade Organization and talks in the Middle East. And he's being advised to focus on improving communications and relationships with existing and potential trade partners rather than chasing new free trade agreements. The executive director of the International Business Forum, Stephen Jacoby, says the new government should be aiming to get the most and improve existing agreements such as the CPTPP. He says a recent decline in the value of the country's exports is a concern that needs to be given priority. The new government is now committed to trying to do something about this. It says it's preparing to lead trade missions uh, left, right and centre. But the point we're making in our representations to the government is that we can't afford not to continue this effort to negotiate better access for our products, particularly through free trade agreements. Stephen Jacoby says the minister will need the support of the government's trade agencies, which should continue to be well-resourced so they can do the job. Turning to Wall Street, and it continues its positive run. It's getting a boost from big stocks and chip makers as well. Corporate earnings and uh, people looking out for what what might be happening with rate cuts continues to sit on the radar. Dow Jones average currently up 0.3%. The S&P 500 also up 0.3% at new highs. And the Nasdaq 0.4% higher. Local top 50 index had a 19-point gain yesterday at about 0.2%. 
on the New, the New Zealand dollar. It did dip its uh, toes just below 62 US cents. It's back up at 62 at the moment against the US dollar. 92.6 Australian, 47.9 British pence, 55.9 euro cents, 90.2 yen and 4.38 yuan. Brent crude oil on the rise, up $1.70, that's about 2%, at $80.25 US a barrel. And gold is down $7 at $2,022 US dollars an ounce. Other business news this morning, Genesis Energy has got one of its big units at Huntley back up and running. After being out of action for nearly seven months, the gas-fired number five unit is back online after repairs to a broken circuit breaker required parts from overseas. But the work has been completed four months ahead of schedule, and the unit is ready to provide power for up to 400,000 houses if and when needed. And given the state of uh, hydro lakes at the moment, that might be sooner rather than later. The overall cost for the outage around $25 million after insurance payments. And the, camper di- uh, the cancer diagnos- uh, diagnostics company Pacific Edge has reported a 16% drop in number of tests processed at its laboratories towards the end of December. Uh, it has cut its sales team and other costs to manage uh, resources at the moment. Back around half past eight.